this is a public service announcement. I mean, okay, cool. Sam like fixed it for everybody because Sam's a goddamn saint. I mean, I can get down with that. That's cool. And I almost fell the fuck out in the fort. I was like, so why the fuck are they flying around like goddamn Twilight vampires? I don't understand what is happening. I think I've read that fan fiction. He's a ghost. Oh my god, get the salt. <laughs> oh, I didn't see this spoiler. This spoiler was in my head. <laughs> spoiler was in my head? Did you just say that? It was a Brandy created spoiler. Like, and Cass has been wearing the same outfit for uh, how many years now? God knows. Somebody gives boy a hoodie. I mean, goddamn. Oh, yeah, that's going to get cut out. Welcome to Fangirling, saving ships, hunting spoilers, the fangirl business. I'm Brandy. And I'm Megan. And welcome back to our top 10 series. This week we will be discussing my number three episode, All Hell Breaks Loose, part two. But before that, how you doing this week, Megan? Oh God, my heart hurts. I'm sorry. Tell just, us why your heart hurts. I just tried to bid on Misha's adventure meet and greet and it did not work out for me so i'm really really sad i'm sorry that really sucks yeah well i was not anticipating it going for 700 dollars. right <sighs> i can't afford that shit so. no well you said 550 and i was like this bitch done lost her mind <laughs> i was like i got fucking children to feed <laughs> like, i don't no. i have a cat who is very high maintenance but no. <laughs> I just can't imagine spending that much money on anything. It's just, just fucking crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, like, I love him. I would love to go on a fucking adventure with Misha, but holy shit, $700? Right. Like, what do these people do for a living? And are they hiring? Right. <laughs> like, are you hiring? Like, is it, you know, not a soul-sucking job? God knows. <laughs> Kill me now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I had a week from hell, but yeah. we won't go there. Oh, my God. It was a week. It was a week. And I've just been, like, freaking out. Yeah. Because, like, you've been to conventions, and I know you're excited, and it hadn't really hit you because... It hit me yesterday. Did it? Yeah. I was driving down the road listening to Loud and Twain, and I'm like, my heart hurts. No. Okay. Seriously. Okay. I have, there has been like a death grip clinch yes. on my heart for like a fucking two weeks now. And yeah. I'm just like, no. My heart was in my throat. It's I'm like, crazy. Oh. I can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm also very concerned because I'm old. <laughs> and like, I'm not old, but like, guys. A lot of older people go. Okay. And I mean like actually old people. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not old, but I have that sedentary lifestyle where I like <laughs> sit all day at work and come home and eat fucking fried food and then drink beer. And it's like, mm, I don't know. You might have a heart attack. I you know? might. Like, I really thought I was. And Jeffrey's like, Brandy, you're just excited. And I'm like, oh, okay. I know. So he talked me down off that ledge and my, my heart quit hurting. Mm -hmm. But like, then you told me how late shit goes. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, I was watching the the Snapchats from karaoke last night, and, and I'm, if I did my calculations right, it was at like two o'clock they were recording stuff. Guys, guys, two o'clock, and then I have an hour drive back home, and then I'll be so fucking worked up, I might be asleep by four thirty, and then I have to get up and be back within like seven hours. So that's like five, four or five hours of sleep is all I'm going to get. And y'all, I don't, 
deal well without sleep. <laughs> like you remember casting the empty, the empty cast. I, mean, I need, I need sleep. sleep. Yeah. Same, bro. And I'm like freaking out, but it's gonna be worth it. It will be worth it. You'll have a whole day after to recuperate, but not really because I have to get up and get Peyton off to school, and then we have to do our convention podcast. Ah, uh, well, well, okay, but. We can do that later. We'll do it. Yeah. It'll be okay. We'll figure it out. But I have a four-day weekend the weekend after that. So lucky bitch. (laughs) It's only because Jack is going to preschool and they start a week later. So I had the Labor Day and then I was like, "Mm, I need that Tuesday too. And for some fucking amazing reason, unbeknownst to me, nobody had taken that day off. That's crazy. That's a miracle. I was like, what the fuck? Give me that Tuesday. Anyway... That's how our week's going. So, uh, so what are you fangirling about this week? Y'all, <laughs> y'all, it finally happened. Jeffrey was wrong. My man came back to wrestling. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I have not. Okay. So Dean Ambrose mm, has been out since December. Nine fucking months of no Ambrose and I was just real sad and I didn't really care about wrestling and I've kind of watched it here and there but I hadn't really watched it. Have not stayed up until the end of Raw in months. Hadn't done it. Monday night, Jeffrey's like, oh god, it's like 9.45 he's like, can we just go to bed? And I was like no. And he's like, he's not coming back. I'm like, fuck you. I have a gut feeling. I am not going to bed. And he's like, okay, so he's old ass is in the recliner asleep and Dolph Ziggler and some other guy comes out and the other guy, they call him a psycho, right? And so Dean is known as the lunatic fringe, right? So, okay. Seth Rollins comes out. He's the one that's been feuding with Dolph and the other guy and uh, he has to sign a contract because SummerSlam is Sunday night and I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> anyway, um, he's coming back. Okay, wait. So, Seth had to sign the contract for the match, for the pay-per-view. They always do that. If there's a big match at a pay-per-view, you have to get in the ring, you have to sign your contract, somebody flips the table, throws somebody (laughs) into it, it's some great shit. Anyway, so the whole time, that day, Seth had been in Japan doing stuff, and they were like, he's not going to make it, he's not going to make it in time to sign the contract, and blah, 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 right? So, Raw's supposed to go off at 11 o'clock. It was 11.03 before Seth's music hit, and he came out, and he's like, sorry, guys, didn't mean to be late. He's like, I knew. He's like, it was travel issues. He's, and then he goes, but it wasn't my travel issues. And I was like, it's happening. <laughs> because so literally three minutes after the show was supposed to go off. Yes. He came back. Yes. Oh my God. Girl, I was sitting there. <laughs> Jeffrey's in the chair asleep and I start hitting the fucking, I'm like, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. And he's like, what? And I'm like, it's happening. And he's like, what's happening? I'm like, Dean is coming back. He's like, no, he's not. He's not coming back till the Monday after SummerSlam. I'm like, fuck you. He's coming back. It's happening right now. So he's like, he's not coming back. He's not coming back till the Monday after after SummerSlam. And I'm like, you're so fucking full of shit. You don't know everything. You're not Jesus. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting there and says like, yeah, what my travel issues? And he's like, and since, uh, Dolph, since you've got a psycho in the ring with you, I thought I needed a lunatic with me. And everybody in the goddamn place lost their mind. I'm standing up in front of the couch with my hands up. I'm like, it's happening. <laughs> Y'all, this motherfucker's music hit. And my heart did flips. My stomach did flips. I was like, oh my God, he's back. I can watch wrestling again. I'm so excited. Okay. This motherfucker walks out 
who, Lord Jesus, swole as a motherfucker. Do you hear me? Like, swole. Swole. Okay? He cut off his shaggy ass hair, which I've been wanting him to do because he always wet it down. He be dripping in his face and he ain't even have, he ain't even got a full fucking head of hair. Like, he's get he's get same age as me, getting bobbed. And I'm like, dude, it's not a good look. Anyway, so he shaved it <laughs> off. His fucking beard is fucking gorgeous. You all know that I am a beard girl. And Clearly. it's fucking gorgeous. And he just walked out looking like a goddamn... <clears throat> that wasn't a snack. That was a fucking buffet. Do you hear me? Okay. <laughs> so he come out and I was like, oh my God, it fucking happened. And then I had to go to bed because it was like fucking 11.15 and I had to be at work the next morning. And I'm like, fuck my life. Anyway. Then the next day, everybody's on the fucking shit talking about it, and everybody's like, "Oh, he ate a cow." And <laughs> anyway, he ate it was a cow. Yeah. no, it was like a thing. It was he like ate like three cows actually. Yeah, yeah, it was talking about his nine month routine, and it was like every day he'd get up, eat a cow, and then he'd go to the gym, and then he'd eat another cow, and he'd go to the gym, and then he'd eat another cow, and then he'd fucking cuddle Renee, who did an excellent job commentating nice. on Raw. I was so excited. Anyway. Um, I gotta wrap this shit up, but I heard, I was listening to, to a wrestling podcast. Y'all, they asked them what their favorite part of wrestling was this week, and they had a guest, and it was a girl, and she's like, well, my favorite part was when Dean Ambrose came back and flooded my basement. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I have never heard this. I have never heard this expression, but I love it. I'm going to use it. I'm here for it, and I will be stealing it. Yes. Like, he <laughs> flooded my, my basement. basement. And then some other dude on there is like, well, it wasn't raining in my neighborhood, but my pussy sure was wet. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, no, he did Oh, my God. It was great. It was just fucking awesome. Anyway, I get to watch SummerSlam tomorrow, and my baby's going to be on there, and he's going to fucking be a heel. He's going to turn on Seth. He's going to fucking, oh, he's going to be a bad guy, and I'm so ready for it. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Okay. You want him to be a bad guy? Yes. Okay. Bad guys are hot. All right. He's I mean, never, yeah. He's never got to turn heel, and I really want I mean, him to. I mean, I got you. Demon Dean. Exactly. Bad guys are hot. Okay. Because when yeah. it originally happened, they came in as the shield, and the one that was supposed to turn was Dean, but they let Seth do it, and then Dean never got to turn. Because he was originally a bad guy when he was, like, starting out. Like, oh, my God, there are these promos that will flood your basement, okay? Like, I am telling you. <laughs> like, there are promos where he's like, I'm the best in the world, and blah, 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 And you're just like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Tell me about it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'm done. Okay. Well... Ooh. I love my Deans. Okay, I'm done. You do. You do love your Deans. I love my Deans. So, I am fangirling over a few things. Um, Start off, Kim Rhodes designed a an adult coloring book. Yeah. And I ordered one. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's I, really I mean, I am an adult coloring book fiend. I have like... Seven of them. Yeah, but she, like, wants it all in grayscale, right? She wants you to color it all in grayscale. I don't don't know. I mean, it comes with a whole box of just black crayons, which is kind of cool. So fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But I'm I'm really excited for it to come. I think it's going to be, like, another month before I get it. But But that's cool. Yeah. I love it. But also, last Sunday, I went to see Christopher Robin. No. And it was so good. It... Actually made me tear up a little bit. Oh, my. The ice queen cried. I didn't cry. I teared up. Wow. My stepmom, on the other hand, was bawling. I can't watch it. 
bawling. I can't but, watch it. I mean, she has a deep connection to Winnie the Pooh. No, yeah, yeah. no, I can't watch it. Like, I loved that shit when <sighs> I was a kid. I can't be crying. It was, it was good. I, I might actually go see it again. It's that good. Wow. I don't watch movies. That wow. That's high praise coming from me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I might need to see that. Yeah. Might um, cry, but I don't want to, but I might still have to. Yeah, it's, it's good. No. Um, but, but what I'm really, 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 really fangirling about <gasps> is the Hollywood parody girl me too this shit was so Jesus good christ it was amazing <laughs> oh i loved it so much and i know this is uh stepping into misha 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 territory but god damn he looked good i oh. can't get over the one line is it a regular demon or does it have yellow eyes <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god I love it. I, I love it was it. so good. And all the fucking, like, cameos, like, the appearances. I was not expecting Jared and Jensen. I was not. Right. And then it fucking happened. And went, oh, how about I ain't seen Ash in a hot minute and his ass poked his head around right? the corner. I was like, damn, yes. I love it. And then Adam in the cage. Yeah, I didn't even know who that was. Like, it did not look like him. It was Adam. He yeah. was in the cage. And then he tweeted the next day. I was like, just FYI, CWSPN. Like, I would totally be down for bringing Adam back before the end. Yeah. I mean, they need to explain what's happening to him I at mean, least. Really? At the very least. Like, is he dead? Is, is, is he still in the cage? Is he in the cage? Like, did he ever they make it into the cage? Yeah. Did they say he made it into the cage? I think so. I didn't know if he died when they molotoved his ass. You know what I'm saying? I think they did because, I mean, they both fell and they were like holding know, each other. I but that you know was I mean? Michael. At that point, that was Michael. It was his vessel, though. I know, but did his vessel die when he was Molotov? It doesn't matter because your vessel goes with the angel. Okay. I guess. Your vessel and your soul are not the same thing. Clearly. I mean, I'm just... That's I'm just... why we have season six. God knows. <laughs> Shit, that was some shit. Anyway, I don't know. I think it would be cool if they brought him back. They need to explain it. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Dabbs fucking closed everything else. Why can't he That's close one that thing one? he needs to close. Yeah. Because Adam's still in the fucking cage. Yeah. Yeah, that that fucking Hollywood video. Yeah. Was I literally, awesome. I lost my mind when Jared and Jensen showed up. Right? I wasn't, I just, I just wasn't expecting it. And I'm not really sure why, other than the fact that I know they're busy. Yeah. Like, busier than everybody else. Yeah. But... It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was really I just, cool. I love how much they are dedicated to the show. Yeah. It's great. Jesus Christ, it's a week away. <laughs> Y'all, I if if I if you don't hear from me in the next week's podcast, it's because I died at the convention. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing this shit by myself. So uh if there's never another one, I, I died. Farewell. <laughs> Fare thee well, my honey. <laughs> okay? Because if I don't make it, I'm, I'll die happy at least. <laughs> yeah. You start a GoFundMe for my children, though, because they fucked. <laughs> I'll have to be their uh, aunt that takes care of them. Please. Because <laughs> ain't nobody else going to do it. <clears throat> well. Anyway, that was fun. Okay. <laughs> so you got some stuff for Misha, Misha, Misha? I do. Tell I me about him. A lot. God. Um, I mean, I already gushed about how good he looked, but I'm just saying, 
I literally went and bought a black and white plaid dress because I was like, damn, Misha. And it's super cute, guys. It's so cute. I think I'll be wearing it on Saturday at the convention. So if just uh, look out for the person in black and white plaid dress. There you go. Anyway. um, I think I'm just going to dress like a lumberjack every day if I can accomplish that. Yeah. Plaid and jeans and boots. Yep. Even though it's going to be like fucking 90 degrees and 82. 2.5% 2.5% humidity. It'll be cold inside. Trust exactly. Me. I'll be taking a blanket. All right, cool. Anyway, so uh, Misha blew everybody's goddamn minds last Didn't night he, at the Denver convention. Yes, he did. Holy shit. I love him. Oh, I love God. him so fucking much. Whew. Yeah. So let me let me just pull up the transcript. Tell me what okay. he said verbatim. I don't know what the question was. I could never find what the fucking question was. Right, but I saw some girl tweeting like about, oh, everybody loved my question. Bitch, what'd you ask? What was the question? What did you ask? I it, need to know. The only thing I saw even remotely related to what the question actually was was something about she asked about Dean and Cass's relationship. Don't know what the actual question was. Hmm. Anyway, he said there was a period of time when it was forbidden and we weren't allowed to talk about it. It was such a dirty secret. And now, I mean, we did that episode, the 200th episode, where Dean and Cass are actually in love. Girls in love or whatever. And he says, I like the fact that in this fandom, it's now not a taboo subject and people can discuss it and ruminate on it. Not fight about it, but openly. That's great. I think it's great that the writers can talk about it, and it's no longer this weird, weird thing. Even though, of course, it is super weird. Even though you are perverts. Brandy. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Shut up, put your panties on. <laughs> yeah. He says, it, it's not something, by the way, that I expected to come into when I joined the show. I didn't know that I would be, like, coming across an essay about my character filleting another character. <laughs> Shut up. I love him. Anyway, he says, then there's the um, RPF, real person fiction. So there's stuff written about me and Jensen, and it's great. I love it. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And Jensen will buy fancy shirts, but then he has this thing where he won't wear the same (laughs) shirt twice at conventions. We're the same size, and neither of us likes to waste stuff. So he's like, hey, dude, do you want to wear them? So I come to conventions wearing Jensen's hand-me-down shirts, and all the fans are like, I knew it! <laughs> oh my god. So, he is the Destiel and Cockles King. He is. And, but I appreciated that he said that we can all talk about it and it's not taboo. For the simple fact that not everybody agrees. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, there's a lot of people that can't... Agree to disagree. Right. But fuck them. Whatever. Yeah. Ignore no, them. I, 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 like, I'm not going to come at you if you ship one thing or another. I'm not going to do that. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on anybody for anything that they imagine or read into or like. I mean, that's you. Anyway, I mean, that's, that's awesome. You do you. But I mm. see it. And I love that they see it. I just think it's really good for, like, the, the LGBTQ community yeah. to, 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 to see things other than the heteronormative thing. And I just, I mean, if you, if you don't see it, that's fine. Yeah. But don't be mean to people that do. Right. Right. Like, okay, can I just holler at my girl one more time? <laughs> do it. 
friend of the show, Karen, does not ship Destiel. Blew my motherfucking mind that she listens to us and talks to us. And tolerates it. I mean, and yeah, we, we are trash. We some, tr- we some trash. We are trash. And she <laughs> listens to it anyway. I can't wait to hug this bitch. Karen, <laughs> I'm hugging you so fucking hard because like, you're, you're awesome. You don't see it, but you don't hate us because we see it. Right. Thank you. That, that is my SPN family. Thank you. Mm. Anywho. Yeah. So also, so a very, very last minute Misha thing. Mm-hmm. Literally typed it up in my car when Saint I pulled it. up. Saint it. Okay. <laughs> Misha's birthday is in a few days and he just posted on Instagram asking for 44,000 people to pledge to vote in the November elections as his birthday present. I pledged immediately. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I pledged immediately. Um, I don't even know who the fuck to vote for. I don't know where to find that information. Somebody please. I'm going to look. Tell my dumb ass. And I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to go because fuck what is happening. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's just, I would like to be informed before I step into the polling. Right. Like you don't hear anything until it's every four years, until it's a presidential election. It's really hard to find the information. I can't find any of the campaign information for local stuff. Nothing. I don't know who's running for what. Around here. We're going to research We're going to have to research it. Yeah. Because, because yes, I will pledge to vote. We need to vote. And everybody that's listening needs to vote. And everybody that's not listening needs to fucking vote. So if you're listening, tell your friends to vote. Because we're in a shitty, terrible, fucking awful time for America. <laughs> it is terrible. Somebody fix it. Guys, you're the ones that can fix it. We have to vote. Right? We have to vote. It's not a democracy if only the one percenters vote. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. If your vote didn't count, there wouldn't be rich people trying to buy your vote. There wouldn't be lawmakers trying to suppress your vote. Your vote matters. It your, counts. Your vote does matter. You might not feel like it matters because of all the gerrymandering bullshit where they put you in a fucking district where it's not going to matter. But do it anyway. Do it anyway. Make your voice heard. Because if everybody... So would do it, we wouldn't be where the fuck we're at right now. I promise you that. Yeah. Considering Hillary had the popular vote, no, we I, wouldn't. And, and fuck Hillary. She was a piece of shit, too. But it was better than what's happening now. <laughs> anyway, you're never going to find a good politician. That's not what this podcast is about. But yeah. you're never going to find a good one. But you got to pick the lesser of two evils, guys. We're going to step off our soapboxes now. <laughs> I will die on this hill. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I probably will die. On this hill. Yeah. That's what it's looking like, guys. But yeah, we're really stepping off the soapbox now. I promise. Okay, but maybe our kids don't have to die on this hill. Move along. (laughs) (laughs) Your kids, you mean. I'm not having kids. Oh my god. Maybe your kitty cat doesn't have to. (laughs) My poor cat. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Anyway, so do you want to talk about the fan fiction this week? I do want to talk about it. Oh, by the way, um, I'm passing this baton to Brandy because I got too much shit to do. I don't have time to read fan fiction anymore. So if you've got like short fix that you want to recommend to me specifically, I'm all here for it, but I ain't got time to be sitting down to a 100K word fic. I just can't do it. I ain't got the time. And she's not as weird as I am where I can play a robot lady reading it to me in my ear. I can't do it. I can't. I can't, I can't. listen and 
and do something else and concentrate on something else at the same time. I just can't do it because only I only got one ear that works and and I realize you do too, but still. <laughs> yeah, no. We're both uh deaf in the same ear basically. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but anyway, yeah, no. I can listen to it at work. I can do my job and listen. So I can do the long fix. Megan can't do it. So I'm taking this shit over. If you have any recommendations, please send them to me because I struggled to find something this week. I didn't struggle. You'd already read this one. I didn't struggle. I really didn't. I just, I struggled narrowing it down. (laughs) That's what I did because I am not trying to take away from this fic that I'm about to talk about because it is so fucking good. It is good. I have read it. It's just been a very long time. So fucking good. Okay. So this week's Fanfic of the Week is called Never Not Fantastic. It was written by The Story Inside Me. Um, it's about 700, not 700, 76,000 words. <laughs> um, so in this one, Dean's a celebrity and Cass works at a restaurant with, uh, Gabe, him and Gabe own it and Joe's there. She's a waitress. It's really fucking cool. Dean comes in and Oh, God, he wears his sunglasses because he's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and Cass ain't fucking having it. He's not having it. Anyway, shit goes down. There's some misunderstandings. By the end of this shit, listen to me. I'm on, I'm on my couch in my living room with my kids, my husband, all this stuff, right? I'm just, I'm just sitting there. I'm, I'm finishing it up. I'm like, I only have like 10 more pages. I'm going to read it. At one point, I openly said, Oh, <laughs> and then I read about two more pages and I said, Oh, and I just started crying. Happy tears. Just like, it's the sweetest shit I ever read. Oh my God. And Peyton's like, what are you reading? I'm like, nothing. Shut up. Go back over there. Watch your, watch your cartoons. I'm good. <laughs> but no guys. Oh my God. Like happy tears. Like, wow. I, had, I had happy tears at the end of this. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever cried because I was happy. I don't know that emotion. Oh, I know that emotion, like, real well. (laughs) That's so strange to me. You've never been so happy you cried. An emotionless bitch, no. No, I cried. Okay, so, okay, so the first, not the first, I cried, I happy cried when my daddy gave me the canvas print of the picture you took for us. At your wedding. At our wedding. I happy cried when Jeffrey got me this ceramic Christmas tree that looked just like my grandma's. (laughs) I happy cried when you gave me the book of our pictures from our wedding. Mm. I happy cried a lot. I guess because, I've never been that happy. Oh my god! You you need to happy cry. So what are we gonna do? We gotta crying. Guys. Crying is for sadness. No crying. No no no. You can have happy cries. You can just like you know. I know angry angry cry and yeah, I know oh, sad cry. That's I, it. Happy cry is great. It's like cleansing of the soul. You're just like, ooh, it's so good. Anyway, this was a really good fucking fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tangent. It was really good. Like, I just, I think it was very in character for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody. Not just Dean and Cass. Like, everybody was in character. Sam was in character. Joe was in character. Gabe was in, in character. Like, it was just, it was really good. Yeah. And there's, oh God, I just loved it. I just happy cried. And maybe someday I'll have time to read it again. Oh God knows you won't happy cry because you're the fucking queen of ice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, no, it was, 
It was good. So it's Foreign never as cold as ice is playing in my head right now. Cold as ice. Okay. So it's called <laughs> Never Not Fantastic by The Story Inside Me. And that's all one word squished together. The Story Inside Me. So good. Go read it if you haven't. Yeah. So let's get into this week's episode. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> I knew when I put this on my top 10 that I loved it. And then I rewatched it and I was like, yes, I fucking love it. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about All Hell Breaks Loose Part 2. This is Season 2, Episode 22, the season finale. The It first aired on May 17th, 2007. I like, I like thinking about what I was probably doing on the date that these things aired. Because we were probably celebrating Jeffrey's birthday. That was the day Jeffrey turned 20. Yeah. I met Jeffrey... A month after that, and we have been inseparable ever since. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I just love thinking about where I probably was. Yeah, you were eating birthday cake with Jeffrey. Probably. And he was like, fuck y'all. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with my friends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this was directed by the late, great Kim Manners. We miss him. Yes, we do. We miss him. Kick it in the ass. Um, it was written by Eric Kripke. God. Basically, yeah. in this fandom. Yeah. Um, the synopsis yes. is, The hunters discover the yellow-eyed demon's plan. The war begins. Y'all. This episode is epic. It really is. It is epic. And it, and I start thinking about it in terms of what happens in season three, and then what happens, happens in, in season, season four, four, and then and what happens in yes. season five. And I'm just like, it all goes together. And it's such... An epic storyline. It like, is. It doesn't just close at season three. Mm-hmm. It can't. I mean, I mean at season two, it, it doesn't. But no. it would be a good ending if they had gotten canceled. Yeah, it would be fine. It would be fine because they got to kill the yellow-eyed demon. Yes, but Dean's going to hell. Yeah, and then in season but... three, Dean goes to hell. And then in season uh, four, Cass grips him tight and raises him for perdition. And no, but like when I watched this episode the first time through, I was like, "What the?" I remember warning you about this one. Yeah, because I was like, (laughs) I was like, because I cried on part one when Sam died, and and Megan's like, "Oh, honey, you're not done," and I'm like, "Oh my god, ain't done yet." (laughs) Oh my god, but like I remember watching it, and I was just like, from the fucking intro with carry on my wayward son and like all the shit that's happened and you're just like oh my god like i've got cold chills right now thinking about it like my leg hairs are growing okay (laughs) (laughs) it's happening it's so fucking good and just by the end of it i did the same thing i was like holy shit he's not gonna get out of it he is gonna go to hell the angels are gonna come and save him we're gonna find out about lucifer and michael and the whole fucking apocalypse and just this is the turning point. This is like, you think killing the yellow-eyed demon is like the end? No, no. That's just the beginning. It's literally just the beginning. It's fucking crazy. I love it so much. It, it's so interesting just looking at the big picture yes. on a rewatch. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what I thought the first time because I had already spoiled myself because mm-hmm. I started in season four. So, I don't... I never actually got that big reveal thing. I did. I was like... 
What the fuck? I'm a little bit jealous. I was like, they killed him. I got screwed over in that department. Right. But I was like, they killed him. It should be over. But it's not over. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Oh, God. It was so good. Like, I just remember loving this fucking episode. Yeah. I mean, the emotional scenes alone. Oh, my God. Yeah. An honorable mention. Just that very last scene in the previous episode, in part one. Yes. Where... Just the audio for that Sam. can move me to tears. Yeah, just when he grabs him and he's like, Sam! And it's just so fucking yeah. sad. Oh, oh my just God. thinking about it. Whew. I remember back in my Tumblr days, back in the heyday of Tumblr, um, back when it wasn't complete shit. <sighs> Trash anyway. fire! Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, somebody just posted the audio, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I feel the emotion. Right. No, it's... I feel it. It's fucking crazy. And then it opens up and Sam's dead and Bobby's like, you need to leave. We need to bury him. And Dean's like, fuck you. Yeah. And I've never... I've never lost anyone that that close to me. Right. I mean, I've lost my grandparents. Yeah. That's, that's it. I mean, yeah, they were close, but... I don't know that I've felt this level of grief. Right. But he evokes so much of it. And it's crazy. And I can feel it. Yeah. And it's like, who hurt you? Like, who hurt you? We know who hurt him. Do we? Oh, boy, that killed Sam. No, I'm talking about who hurt Jensen to make him be able to feel these feelings and act them out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's one of them... Is it a method actor? I don't know if he's. No, I mean, I read somewhere that he just fucking imagined that Jared was dead. Yeah, I mean, they're that close. Yeah, and it's it's crazy that you know this is the end of season two. They've known each other for two years, and they're that close. Yeah, crazy. It's fucking crazy. I don't know, but the whole time he's just so distraught, and he's like pale. He's gaunt. He's like he's not eating. Dean Winchester is not eating. Yeah. And Sam's just laying there dead in the background. And it's, like, so fucking hurtful. Mm -hmm. Like, it just hurts. And And you can read his grief on his face and in his body language. And it's... He's so fucking talented. It's crazy. I don't know why this man doesn't have all the awards. Yeah. But then, when he pushes Bobby away... Bobby is just... A treasure, honestly. Yeah. Because he's been there. He lost his wife. Right. So he knows at least somewhat how he's feeling. Right. So he's just kind of taking it easy with him, taking a step back, saying, okay, I get it, but we got to do something. Right. Something has to happen. Like, you can't just leave it like this. But when Dean pushes him away, and he's just like, just get out. He says, let it end. Oh, yes. Oh, when Bobby's like, you gotta come help God. me. He's like, he said, something, something big is going down. End of the world big. And Dean yells, then let it end. Oh, my God. Ugh. Rip my heart into pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I said the right words, but y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. It was awful. Yeah. It was um, bad. And then he pushes him away and he realizes that he like actually physically pushed him and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he like doesn't even really s- say the whole word. It's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 
And then she's like, oh, god damn, that was too much. Anyway, then it goes to Jake and Azazel. Hang on, hang on. What? Single man tear. Oh, my god. Single man tear. There's so many tears in this episode. Yes, but single man tear. Single man tear. From, like, the profile, and then it just drops, and then it moves to, like, Jake and what's-his-face, which I don't actually give a shit about this part of the episode. No. Because, whatever. It's the Sam and Dean. Yeah, it is the Sam and Dean. But I will will mention that this was back when demons were still fucking scary. And I don't... I never thought that Azazel was that scary. I just thought he was cheesy. And maybe it's just how he's written. I don't know. Maybe it's how he's acted. Maybe it is. But, I mean, he was a a legit threat. Yes, he was a threat. Like, he literally said, do what the fuck I say or your mom and your sister will taste their, will taste the chewy something about their intestines before they die. God, he said they will know the taste of their chewy intestines before they die. Yeah, gross. And like, fucking ooh. Like, that's a fucking threat. And now they're all like, yeah. And like he just looks at them and throws them and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it just demons are not the same anymore. Like this was Hang legit. On. I forgot to mention this before. That bed that Sam is laying on. Where are they? Are they still in that ghost town? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Like where the? Maybe. I never even thought about that. But, yeah, they're probably still in the ghost town. I mean, what'd they do? Put him in the car and drive him? No, they probably just put him on a bed and Dean's just camped out. Yeah, because if they had put him in the car, they would have took him to Bobby's. Right. No, they're still in the ghost town. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. That was just weird. Yeah, no, that is weird. Um. So, yeah, you hear Jake and what still says the yellow-eyed demon. We don't find out his name was Azazel until, like, what, season four or five? Uh, it's whenever Dean has the one demon in the demon trap and they're stuck in the basement talking to each other. Yeah. And that's a couple seasons away, I'm pretty sure. It might be three. I can't remember. It might be three. I think it's three. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, three. Because it's before they knew anything about Lucifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So, it cuts back to Dean. Talking to Sam's dead body. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Like, okay. it, it was too much. The part where he says he had one job and he screwed it up, you can hear his Texas accent come out. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I need to go back. You know, oh, my God, it's adorable. He does this twice. What? You ain't, you ain't hear the Texas jump out of him. No, I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh I want God. to. He's like, I screwed it up. Oh, like, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, Jensen. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't hear it. Yeah. That's like, he couldn't hold it back, because when he's sad, apparently he's Texas as fuck. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I'm so ready for it to be Christmas for one reason. What? One reason only. Oh. A pound. A pound. <laughs> y'all, I don't know if y'all heard Jensen's cover of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, but at one point he says, a pound, <laughs> and my basement floods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh God, he's just sitting there and he's just pouring his heart out to his dead brother and <laughs> so much. And he has so just much. too much. Too much. Just too much. T-E-W. <laughs> just too much. It is. And he's like, he has so much self-loathing and so much like survivor's guilt because he was supposed to die at the yeah. beginning of this season, but his daddy 
brought it, like, made the deal to keep him. And, like, I mm-hmm. mean, John, you suck, but that was a daddy move. Yeah. Because if my kid was dying and I could make a deal with a demon, I- I'd be in hell. Yeah. I mean, but I just, it's so bad. I mean, okay. So, Dean says, I blew it. And for that, I'm sorry. I guess that's what I do. I I let down the people I love. No, you don't. You do. It's so good. Tangent for a second. Do it. Um, Not to make everything about Destiel. But, can we just talk about this giant elephant? Let's do it. Anti-Destiel people are always like, arguing that, you know, the scene where Dean says to him, I need you, and the script used to say, I love you. Right. And they're like, well, it had to be changed to I need you because Dean has never even said, I love you to Sam. And I'm like, I get that. I do. But Dean Winchester is emotionally constipated and he does not outright say, I love you. Right. This is how he says, I love you. Yeah. He says, the people I love. He's lumping him into the people I love. I love you. Yeah. It's understood and i'm just like he loves all these people he's never explicitly said it right but he says the people i love and this is how he says i love you okay right he loves sam he loves Cass. he loves bobby he loves everybody in his goddamn dysfunctional family and you can quote me on that Mm -hmm. damn it it's just like when charlie says i love you and he says i know he loves her too he just can't say it. God, why can't like he, he just say it? He won't. He won't ever. He won't. I mean, unless they're, like, building up to that. And he says it as he's, like, choking on his own blood in the very last episode or something. You know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. When he starts yelling, what am I supposed to do? And he stands up. He literally goes through the first three stages of grief, four if you're willing to take them out of order, in the first ten minutes of this episode. Right. Denial, anger, bargaining, and depression. Yeah. And he stands up, he screams, what am I supposed to do? He flips the chair, and then the fucking car starts driving, and you know exactly what the fuck is going down. Yeah. And you're like, no, Dean, don't do it. (sighs) Don't do it. But he does it and it's badass as hell. And he goes and he slams the trunk open and he does his little fucking box and buries it under the ground. And ow, my fingernails hurt when he was digging up that <laughs> gravel like that. I was like, ah, ah, get, uh-uh, ow. But I'm anyway, sure you've got a shovel in there. I mean, seriously, like y'all don't you did fucking dig up the graves all the time. <laughs> no, fuck up your nails by all means. <laughs> just, oh, it just hurt my fingers. I mean, so. really, you just one good shove into the ground with That's the shovel. Mean. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you dug up with your fingers. Anyway, whatever. Oh, God, it hurt my fingernails. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. So, he tosses the fucking little crossroads demon. I like her. I really do. She's really good. She's not as... She doesn't seem as cheesy as all the other demons. Because, honestly, the demons on this show are written very cheesy. Yeah. She was more just sultry. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense. Yeah. She's a crossroads demon. I mean, she's, she's there to make a she's deal. She's supposed to entice people. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. I liked it. Whatever. Yeah, I, I like her. Yeah, she was good. And, uh, fucking one year. Are you shitting me? Yeah. One year. One year. 
That is how much he loves Sam. But I want to know how much did she know? Like, mm-hmm. why was he only given one year? Why was he given any time at all when John didn't get that? I don't know. Because I know that they were expecting John to be the righteous man in hell. Right. But did she know that? Is that why she only gave him a year? But if she knew that, wouldn't she give him less time? I don't know. I have a lot of questions. I'm confused. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, maybe she knew that John couldn't be the righteous man, could he? That's what the... I think in, like, season four or five, I can't remember which one, the angels say that they thought it was going to be John who broke the first seal, that he was going to be the righteous man in hell. But... But, okay, just because he was the righteous man... That didn't make him Michael's vessel. And that's what I have questions about in this episode. Because it had to be questions. It had to be the brothers, did it not? It had to be. Yes, but. Okay. Was Sam Azazel's favorite because he was Lucifer's destined vessel? Yeah. Yeah. Then why did he allow him to lose? Because he knew that Lucifer needed Sam. I don't know. I mean, maybe Kripke didn't have it all Plot figured hole. out yet. Maybe hole, he just I guess. Did, yeah. Or was all of that completely unrelated to the apocalypse? Was Azazel's plan completely unrelated? I don't know. Was he just trying to wreak havoc on Earth? I thought he was trying to start the army, and then Lucifer would have Sam's vessel, and he would lead the army of the demons. But that's not how it played out I at first. Oh no! Because Jake won, and if if that were to have continued, which it didn't, obviously, because the right. brothers are codependent as shit, um, <laughs> <laughs> then would Jake have been a viable vessel for Lucifer? Or was this plan completely unrelated to the apocalypse? Well, no, I mean, Jake would have been viable just like Adam. He would have been Michael then. Adam. Mm-mm. No, because it has to be the two brothers, remember? But does it? It's just they're the best because they're brothers, is what I thought. Like, they all have true vessels, but then they all have vessels that they, yeah, it could work in. Yeah, I guess. I feel like it would have still, they would have fucking found Adam or something to be Michael's. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would have been Jake's sister. But. Maybe it had been Jake's sister. What if it had been John that broke the first seal? Somebody write that fan fiction. Yeah. Because that would be awesome. And Dean wouldn't have so much guilt <laughs> for being a torturer. Yeah. I don't know. That's some shit. I don't know. Anyway, he makes the deal. They make out like these motherfuckers is in love to seal Wait, that deal. Hang on. What? If John was the righteous man, if he had broken that first seal Mm -hmm. he is part of that line yes so does he have like a long lost brother with bad blood i'm serious this could be a great fan fiction somebody write this shit what do you mean a bad blood like you know because lucifer and michael they got bad blood oh yeah shit somebody write this shit i'm serious that would be crazy wow (laughs) I see. I was thinking about like demon blood. I wasn't thinking of like in terms of Taylor Swift. Not that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I just my brain wasn't working that way. 
Anyway, he finally brings him back. Like, he kisses the bitch like they've never made yeah. out with anybody before. And he before. immediately wakes up. And he wakes up, and Sam is, like, hella confused, and Dean's like, fucking sit down and eat some chicken, I'm starving, yeah. I ain't ate in a week. I like that they left the wound on his back. Yeah. And okay. it wasn't just, like... Magically mi- better. Yeah, mysteriously gone. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. He wasn't completely fixed. But as soon as Sam was back, Dean went right to eating. Yeah. Where'd that food come from? I mean, I realized that Bobby brought that bucket of chicken, but they had a pizza. They had a bucket of chicken. They had Chinese takeout. They had some... I mean, Dean probably went and got it all. They're in that ghost town. Nick, How far you got to drive outside of this town to get takeout? I don't know. Are there adjacent towns that are not ghost towns? I don't think so, because then it wouldn't be a ghost town, because people would probably inhabit it. Ah, uh, there might be. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, Dean catches Sam up to speed, and then Sam catches Dean up to speed, pretty much. And Sam's like, we've got to go stop Jake. We have to. And yeah. and Dean's like, oh, fucking sit down for a minute. And he's like, no, Dean, we have to go now. <laughs> so they end up at Bobby's and Bobby. The pure contained rage on his face. Oh, my God. Like, he could stab him with his eyeballs. It was crazy. Like, Jim Beaver awards. Yes. He needs them, too. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I, I feel that. That's like when you're in public and you did some dumb shit and your parent looks at you like, when you get home... I'm busting that ass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just white bitch. <laughs> no, man. I can't do shit right now, but you gonna get it. <laughs> that's when that's when the southern mamas start smiling real hard and talking real sweet. Uh-huh. And they're like, you just come on, honey. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you just know you in for it. But... No, man, Bobby was, like, immediately knew Dean did something he shouldn't have and was just like, you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Bobby says to Dean, have you got that low of an opinion of yourself? Are you that screwed in the head? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. When he gets him out into the yard and is just fucking grabbing him by his shirt and Dean's just like limp. Literally trying to shake some sense into him. And and he's just, Dean's just like, I know I fucked up, but he's just What other choice did I I have? I mean, the boy is literally limp. He's just like, he's just taking it. He's just getting shook. There's nobody in the history of ever that can just grab Dean and shake him like that and him not fight back. Yeah. And it was so sad. (laughs) And he's like, what am I supposed to do? He's my brother. And he says that, and it's it's just... That's where the Texas jumps out again. Oh, okay. He's my brother. He's my brother. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, God, it was so good. I heard that one. I did hear that one. Yes, yes, he is that screwed in the head. Because he, instead of getting um, therapy, he got John Winchester's A-plus parenting. That's what he got. So, yes, he is fucked in the head. It's terrible. Like, he has such a low opinion of himself. And he's so willing to sacrifice himself. Every time. And then, in season three, in Dream a Little Dream of Me, when he meets himself, Mm -hmm. he fucking starts to fight back a little bit. And I love that. Yeah. God damn, this show's so good. Guys, this show's so fucking good. 
Like, why are you not watching it? <laughs> I mean, obviously. Anyway. So, they go back in. No. Ellen comes stumbling Yeah, up. Ellen comes. And you're like, oh, fuck. Ellen's not dead. Yay. Which, uh, by the way, in the last episode, the fucking roadhouse burned to the ground. And Ash and everybody else died. And you were like, yeah. no. I loved Ash. I'm so mad. I know. Why couldn't he have been, like, outside or something? I loved Ash. That sucks. Yeah. Mm. That was really sad. But um, they get back inside, and Ellen has what Ash had found, which was the reason he got killed. And uh, they they had already figured out that the demons were surrounding this spot in Wyoming and never made it in to that place. But Ash figured out why. why. But have you ever heard the theory that Wyoming doesn't exist? No. <laughs> There's like a whole like bunch of people that are like, Wyoming is not real. It's just on the map. No, but you ever met anybody that lives in Wyoming? <laughs> like, well, No, I haven't, actually. No. I mean, it's a bullshit conspiracy theory. Like, it's, it, it's a fucking place. But, no, nah, I've never met anybody from Wyoming either. So, I mean. Maybe right. they just don't leave. Oh, shit. That sucks. They can't get out Maybe of the Maybe it's great trap. there. Maybe it is. Maybe we need to Maybe go we there. need to go to Wyoming. <sighs> but then again, wouldn't people be on the internet being like, Wyoming's great. Y'all should come here. No, because it's a secret. They don't want you to come there because it's great and you'll fuck it up. Okay. I'm going to Wyoming. We need to go to Wyoming. Yeah. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. It's the mecca of happiness. If you live in Wyoming <laughs> and know otherwise, please tell us. <laughs> But no. If it's I, actually shit, let us know before we pack our shit up and come. Right. But when they were just saying that no, nothing was happening in Wyoming, I was like, this is because it doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> I've never heard that. I have. I have. I've heard that. Wow. But, um, yeah, no. When they figure out what is going on, what Ash had found out, and they find the churches, and they find out that there's this big-ass devil's trap that Samuel Colt set up. That's the first. Like- Fucking genius. Right. The first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, like, I almost want to pull out a map and be like, is this shit real? Right. That'd be awesome. And then the fucking cult being the key to open the fucking gate. What the hell? Is that gate still there? Would it still... Right. Like, I... Well, they don't have the cult anymore, so they can't open it. Well, but they did for a little bit. Yeah, but it got melted. By Dagon. Oh, yeah. Well. I'm just saying, like, I'm just how, wondering. How many Hellgates are there? Like, why did why did Sam have to and go? are they all opened by the cult? Oh. Oh. I'm or just, are there different keys? I mean, there has to be other ways. Like, why? why oh. I mean, it's not easy to get into hell unless you die. Right. I mean, but that's what I was going to say. Like, why didn't when... They were doing the trials in season eight, and they had to rescue a soul from hell. They had to go through purgatory. They right? had to go through purgatory yeah. by like a reaper coyote or yeah. whatever. <laughs> a coyote reaper. That's what they call them, fucking coyotes. Really? Yeah, because that's what they call people who help sneak people over borders. Oh, coyotes. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Trump would have the head of every coyote in the world if he could. I didn't. Yeah, I have never heard that term. Well, that's, I mean, I guess I've heard it. I just didn't know what it meant. Yeah, no, that's what they were talking about. But, like, <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. Like, how many gates are there and what the fuck? What opens them? Is that just the one gate? How did it get there? Who put it there? Why is it in a graveyard? It's some shit. I don't Wyoming. know. No, 
really need to explain some of this shit. I mean, it's really cool. Like, I yeah. ain't mad at none of it. But give I me mean, a fucking backstory. Yeah. Like, tell me something. Yeah. Something. Also, I mean, I know that Bobby tries later to figure out what makes the cult tick. Yeah. But <clears throat> is it... It's the gun that kills the thing. It's apparently not the ammo. And that blows my mind a little bit. Well, I mean, they have to make the special bullets. Well, Ruby figures out a way to make any ammunition work. No, they have to do a spell over the bullets. Exactly. But originally it was just, you know, these 12. Well, I'm sure he did a spell over the bullets, don't you think? I guess. I mean, I don't know. She figured it out. Whatever. See, I don't know if it's... But if that were the case, if they could just do a spell over the ammunition, they wouldn't need the cult per se. They'd just do it over any old bullets. Right. And use any old gun. Right. No, it has to be the cult. Yeah. Like, how does that work? I don't It has to be these two things coming together. I have no fucking idea. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. You could fucking write forever. Like, people you could, could write novels about the Specific things. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Somebody please, like, Pottermore this shit. Like, yeah. I realize we got the Super Wiki, but Pottermore. can we get a, a Pottermore a super type more. thing? <laughs> Help us out. We want a Supermore. <laughs> uh, okay, so they get to the cemetery, which, I mean, I know I just skipped over a bunch of shit yes. with Jake and them, but I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about him either. Fuck that. that was stupid. He's a great actor. The guy that plays Jake, I like him. I saw him in... uh the movie about Straight Outta Compton. He was in it. I ain't seen that. Oh, God, that's a good movie, girl. I'm pretty sure he was the one that was in it. Yeah, because I was like, holy shit, that's Jake. Yeah, he was in it because I kept being like, where the fuck did I see him? <laughs> hey, he's a good actor. He really is. Like, I mean, he had some shitty lines in this, yeah, but well. he's a good actor. Um, But then they get to the graveyard, and, oh, my God. He, I don't even know where to start with this whole thing. Yeah. Like, he's going to put the cult in the in the lock for the crypt. And you're like, what the fuck? Because they never said... They never explained what he was doing. Right. And you're just like, oh, shit. And then he goes to open it and whatever. But everybody's there and they come out to stop him. And then he starts using his fucking... Mind control shit. Yes. And ho- fucking making Ellen hold the gun to her head and shit. And God. it's just like, God dang. Yeah. And thinking about that. Could have been Sam. could have been Sam, yeah. And I literally had that exact same thought. I was like, would Sam have done this? I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have either, or he would have done it from the get. You know, he would have killed old dude. So it it had to work out this way. Yeah. It had to. I mean, fucking divine plans and shit, you know? I mean, you can't explain that. If that's the way it was supposed to go down, that's the way it was supposed to go down. Because in this story, everything is playing out it's just a story playing out yeah so there was there's literally no other way that it could have happened because the gate to hell would not have been opened if it had been sam that won no because sam would have just been like well kill me motherfucker yeah Cause and then and then dean would have saved him oh my god anyway <laughs> but the- that hell gate would have never been opened right but sam kills the fuck out of this dude Jesus Christ, he shot him in the back four times, and then shot him in the front somewhere. I'm assuming one of them was a headshot three times. Jesus. It was a goddamn sad. I think he's dead. And he just had this look on his face and the blood splatter on his God. cheek. I was like, you are a 
evil. Like, I think, I think he might be evil, guys. Like, <laughs> I know he's not, but I'm starting to question myself here. <laughs> like, you are just like, fuck. And then when Azazel shows up and is like, oh, how much Sam do you really think came back? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Do you think it's 100% pure Sam? And right. I'm like, I didn't think about that. Yeah, like, the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. What did yeah. you do, Dean? What did you do? Yeah. And then... Bobby tells everybody to take cover. And Dean, this extra-ass motherfucker, <laughs> jumps over a headstone. <laughs> like, dives over it. Like, you couldn't have fucking ran around one. Right. Like, <laughs> he's so extra. Oh, my God. Diva. Anyway, no. The, so, shit starts, like, hitting the van. Literally. Yeah. All these like fucking all these demons, demons and ghosts. and some ghosts. Yeah, I didn't understand the ghosts. I didn't either, but it had to work that way. Well, I guess. I guess they were souls that were escaping and not demons. Because John came out as a ghost. Yeah. What oh. I don't understand is how John escaped with his body. Like, how was he corporeal? I have no fucking idea. Like, I don't know. Like, half of this shit... That don't make no damn sense. And I ain't never seen a motherfucker wrangle a demon out of a body (laughs) and fucking hold the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Did you not watch that part? Did you not see that part where John grabs his hazel and then pulls the smoke out? And it's like... It was cool as shit. I mean, it was cool, but it was like, what? Really? Really, guys? That ain't never happened before. But then again, they've never had ghosts on their side. Yeah, but it was like, that's not not fucking ass. Well, it went down. But anyway, um, that was really cool. But how come John didn't say anything? Why didn't he say something? Like, I don't know. I'm fucking proud of you. Or, I don't know. You did good. Fucking anything. Right. Something to make Dean feel like he did something right for once. Right. Because John Winchester is a piece of shit, even in the afterlife. Right? And Sam brings up a good point. What the hell happened to him? Did he go back to hell? Well, it was a good point at the time, but now knowing what we know about angels in heaven and all, and he just kind of dissipated in a light, Mm -hmm. he went to heaven. Yeah. He went to heaven. They didn't know that because they didn't know nothing about heaven or angels or... Did he deserve to go to heaven? Well, I'm not the judge, but, uh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> if it were up to you. If it were up to me, John Winchester's burning hell forever because he's a <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, they're staring at as Hazel's dead body, and Dean says, well, check that off the to-do list. And he just looks so pleased with himself. Well, yeah. I mean, but, that's all they've been working for. But then I'm... He just looks too happy, and I just start thinking about what's to come, and I'm like, shit. Yeah. You gotta be happy while you can, because he's living in the moment. He's living in the moment. Uh, Yeah, you gotta. It's, I don't know, it's just fucking crazy. And then, after that, Sam starts talking to Dean, and he's like, dude, he, Jake literally said he cut through my spinal cord. I was he's dead. like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, what did you do? And Dean's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, God, don't lie to me. What did you do? And then Jensen does that whole acting with his face thing. <laughs> and fucking Sam automatically starts crying. And he's like, how long did you get? Oh, my God. This BM scene hurts me because 
This whole episode uh, was nothing but a BM scene. A holy codependency, Batman. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dean finally fesses up and says, I got a year. And he's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to take care of you. And then Sam's like, well, I'm supposed to take care of you too. You're my big brother. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And Dean's face, he's just like, it never occurred to him that Sam would return the favor. Right. That he would try to save him. And I'm like... You literally have that low of an opinion of yourself. That's ridiculous. Right. And then, I mean, after that, he kind of did believe that Sam would try to do anything to save him. And then fucking season seven came along and fuck. Yeah. He hit a dog. Fuck you, Dean. Stay in purgatory. Anyway. (laughs) Not what we're talking about right now, but I'm still pissed about it. Oh, goodness. I don't know. But then Bobby and Ellen come up and they're like, hey, that was a bunch of fucking demons. <laughs> Glad you killed the yellow one. But hey, <laughs> guess what, guys? There's like uh, 200 or so yeah. more. There's a fucking army out there. Yeah. And Dean puts the cult in the Hang trunk. on. Hang ah. on. Bobby says that the war has just begun. And that fucking shit-eating grin on Dean's face Hang the fuck on. Oh, you got us a screenshot. I got one screenshot for this fucking episode. <laughs> Let me see. He is like, fuck yes, the war's just begun. Oh my god, he's so excited. He has something to do for a year before he dies. He's going yeah. to fuck some demons up. <laughs> so he throws the cult in the trunk and he says, we got work to do. And I yep. love it. Oh, yep. so good. This episode is just so... <sighs> so good. Pivotal. It is. It's... Epic, it's classic supernatural. If the first season didn't grab you, this one should. Yes. I was done. Like, okay, so I told you I love me some Night Shifter and, and, and the, and the trickster and all that, right? I was there for that. By the time this fucking episode came, I was watching like eight episodes a day. I was like, holy shit. You were invested. I was totally invested. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I got to see what happens next. And it's like fucking one o'clock in the morning. I got to be at work at eight. And I'm like, I got to go to bed. But I was like, but I want to watch one more. Yeah. It's like, how do I watch 12 seasons of a show in eight hours? How do I do do it? It It must be, it must be able to happen. I have to. Because I'd have got to know. Yeah, it was. That was the episode that I was just like, oh, fuck, I gotta keep watching. Yeah, I I remember telling you, I want to say it was this one. I was like, don't watch this one unless you have time to watch the next one. Yep. That, that's how it is with finales, though. If yeah. you don't have time to watch What's... at least the first episode of the next season, don't bother. Right. Because you're going to be pissed at yourself. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what was your favorite quote um, when Dean says, then let it end. Oh my God, that was so because good. Because I may have not felt this particular brand of grief, but I know that feeling. Right. Then who Everything's hopeless. Just let it. Just let it end. Yeah. My favorite was Bobby in the junkyard. What is it with you Winchesters, huh? You, your dad, you're both just itching to throw yourselves down the pit. Yep. And then Dean says, that's my point. Dad brought me back, Bobby. I'm not even supposed to be here. At least this way, something good could come of it. You know, I, he said, it's like my life could mean something. And then Bobby says, what? And it didn't before. Have you got that, that low of an opinion of yourself? Are you that screwed in the head? And then he grabs him and shakes him. 
that is my fucking quote. I fuck, mm. And scene, I guess? Nope. What's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is Dean talking to the dead body of Sam. Yeah, same. That's what I have, too. And he's just so fucking sad, and it's so well played, and it's just so good. Yeah. Like, my. This was back when them dying felt more permanent. Yeah. It, it didn't yeah, feel I, like, oh, yeah, they're going to come back, whatever. Yeah, no, because I'm watching it, and I'm like, what the fuck do you mean Sam's dead? I'm like, there's like 500 more seasons of this shit. How is he dead? <laughs> like, he's, he's literally dead. <laughs> like, it didn't occur to me that That Dean they bring gonna, him back? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> when it happened, when Dean sped off in that car, up to that point, that that's the part, my favorite scene was from... When he starts talking to the dead body to when he gets in the car. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, my mind just blew into pieces. Like, yeah. Yeah. This shit's crazy. I don't know. I think that's all I got for this episode. Yep. Yeah. We're going to do our unpopular opinion. Yes, and it is very unpopular. And a little bit controversial. And don't be mad. We're just talking. We don't care. (laughs) Yeah, we really don't. We have, like, two listeners. Whatever. Fuck it. Anyway, so unpopular opinion. I can see why people ship the brothers, and it's so sad the way some people talk shit to those who ship them. If you don't like it, let them be. I agree to an extent. Let them be, yes. But, uh, I don't really see it. Okay. I don't see, I mean, I, I get it. They're both hot. Whatever. Yeah, but okay. I don't get it they're brothers honestly i agree let them be as long as they're not being mean to me i'm not going to be mean to them yeah. you ship what the fuck you want to that that's right you. I mean, ship and let ship yeah whatever brothers fucking's weird but that's that's y'all that's not me <laughs> yeah, that ain't me Ugh. anyway no but honestly this episode i can see where they get it i i can see it no, I can see it because he was crying over him. Like, I mean, I understand it's his brother, but like that was like his person. You know what I'm saying? The the way I see it is it's more of a parental relationship. Yeah, I like, mean, yeah. Because Dean basically raised him. I mean, it, I, he feels like Sam's dad. I feel that. I get that. I'm just trying to see it from an outside perspective. Think of how you would feel if one of your children died. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'd I'd just kill myself. You would sell your soul for them. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I do. But I can see how people can read into it another way. Yeah, I can. Like, I can see it. I'm not... If you're looking for it, sure. Well, and they can say the same thing about Destio. I know. If you're I know. looking for if it. If you're looking for it. So yeah, I get that, it. If that's what you're looking for, if that's what does it if for you. If you're looking for it, you're going to see it. If that's what does it for you when you read your little fan fiction and do whatever you do after you read it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Good for you. I don't care. Just, I'm not going to hate on you for liking anything you like. Just don't be mean to me. You know what I'm saying? That's my whole thing. Live and let live. Yeah. I just don't. Let's be, bitches. Anyway. <laughs> I don't see how people start 
shipping the brothers. They're hot. But the brothers. Oh, I, I get that. I, just, I can't get past that. I, mean, I can't. I'd rather read Jared Jetson shit, and I don't like real people shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I can see that for sure. Yeah, go ahead with that. But, like, yeah, I don't get it. I ain't mad at them. No, I, I don't I don't care what people ship, but I just, I don't see it. I don't. I, I can, there were a couple spots in this episode where I could see where they could get it if they were looking for it. Yeah. Just like, I can see some shit about Destiel, and maybe they can't because they're not looking for it. But anyway, I mean, ship and yeah. let ship. Yeah. Fuck it. That's our motto. Have fun. <laughs> we're here to save ships and hunt things. Hunt spoilers. Yeah. It's the fangirl business. <laughs> you read what the fuck you want to. Yeah, just don't be a shitty person. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. You can do whatever you want to. You can talk to me about it. Tell me about it. Just don't be a dick. Right. Like, be like, oh my god, I read this one where they were totally doing this. And I'd be like, that's sick as fuck, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will be honest. <laughs> I will be honest. I have read a Wincestiel. Oh my. It was weird as fuck. Yeah, I can't. Weird it. as fuck. Can't do it. But I had to finish it because I started it. Well, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Gotta start. I mean, I gotta finish what I start, you know. Yeah. I don't know. To each his own. Just don't be assholes. Right. Vote in November. Please. Thank you. Okay. So I think that's it for today. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Like friend of the show, Karen. Yes. <laughs> It really helps us out. You just don't understand. We love feedback. And it helps us to be seen. Yeah. Like other people can find us. Tell your friends. Please. Yeah. So if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can email us at fangirlandpodcast at gmail.com. There's no G at the end of fangirlin, as always. You can also leave us a voicemail now. Oh, shit. At 828 619 1155. Or, obviously, if you're outside the U.S. and you don't want to pay outrageous fees, you can simply email us a voice recording. And your voice will be featured on the podcast at Yay. some point. So, leave us a voicemail at 828-619-1155. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Tumblr, as always, at Pod, no G at the end of fangirlin. And then we will be back next week with a very special episode exclusively about our experience at the Charlotte Convention. Ah! I'm dying. Under the assumption that we don't die. I'm dying. We'll be back next week. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, have a great week. Bye. Bye.